Seltzer Kings Podcasts. On today's episode, we deal with grandparents who turn your bot mitzvah into a not mitzvah, the stresses of holiday time, and deadly dog farts. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. Help me out, almighty Lori Beth Denberg. Give me the vital information so I get the red dots. Who do yeah? The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures of vital information. Talk to my goddess and my savior, my LBT. Just tell me what's going on. I am Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. With me, as always, is Clark Crozier. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. I'm excited for another episode. Uh, This has been really fun so far. My dogs are humping each other. Everyone's kind of excited. Excellent. And... They're humping each other because they're overwhelmed with the Christmas spirit. Yay! It's our Christmas episode. Exactly. I'm very excited. Or uh, post-Hanukkah episode. Exactly. One of the two. Exactly. I don't know where Kwanzaa lies. It lies in your heart and with the people that celebrate it. It's true. So yeah, this is the holiday episode, which started with dogs humping and will just go on from there. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to try and keep things just that festive throughout (laughs) the whole episode. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. This is, uh, this is episode number seven. Ooh. Uh, and before we go too far, I actually, uh, I have a mystery question that we got off through the phone bank, okay. through the phone messages. Um, I was supposed to tell you it as a message, but I think I should play it so that everyone can hear it because this is a, a very mysterious caller slash question. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Hi, Lori Beth. Um, My name is Caroline, and I don't really have a question, but I'm hoping that Clark will at least pass this along to you for personal listening. Um, I received from my... And that's it. Oh. That's the entire message. It was so engripping in that first section, and then it just cuts off to nothingness. I hope she's okay. I know. This is why I wanted to play it on the air, because clearly there was something (laughs) very important about to happen. Caroline, if you're out there, if you hear this, please call back. Please call back. She received. What could that mean? I don't know. what, And she didn't. I don't know if she wanted it to be on the show or not, but... It just seemed so, it was such a puzzling question in my brain. I needed to figure out how to fix it. So I Caroline, if you are in distress, tap your headset twice. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, yes, please, uh, please contact us. Call us and let us know what the rest of that uh, question was. Please do, because I'm very, now it's like I have to just think of all the possibilities. I received some bad test results. Right. I I received received a a million dollar check from my boss. Yes. Uh, You know, there's tons of things that she could have received. I received a gift that is allegedly your toenail clippings. Right. See, they could could be that person. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Caroline, I hope you're okay. Please yeah. call back. All right. But for uh, for now, let's move on to the real questions of the day. We have some people here that need some bad advice. Okay. So uh, why don't we give, it, give them some? All right. Let's do it. Here's uh, question number one. This is from uh, Tracy. She left us a message on 1855-DENBERG. That's 1855-D-E-N-B-E-R-G. Mm-hmm. And this is her message. Hi, Lori Beth and Clark. My name's Tracy, and I live in Tennessee. My question is kind of a hard one. I need to know how to move forward with a relationship with my in-laws. They bailed on coming to my daughter's bat mitzvah, their first grandchild, claiming Mm. because of COVID issues. However, they had no issues Mm. traveling beforehand, about two weeks and after, staying in timeshares, And posting photos with them, not social distancing on social media. So we're a little hurt. That changes things. A lot hurt. And it's been about a month and a half, and they've not called to congratulate my daughter on what an incredible job she did. Thanks. Can't wait to hear what kind of bad advice you give me. 
Yeah. That's terrible, Tracy. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. I wish it was under better circumstances. Right. But, um, yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. That's pretty gross. First well, of all, Jews yeah. in the house. Yeah. Hey. It's, it's it's two days before Christmas, but Hanukkah's behind us. Yep. But now we're just mixing it all up. Yeah. Nothing says Christmas like a question about a bat mitzvah. Exactly. Yeah. So my first response is that your significant other, whose parents these supposedly are, allegedly, it would seem, yeah, yeah, because they're Cause your they're in-laws, in-laws, exactly. That uh, he or she, your husband or wife or whoever you're shacked up with, yeah, should be the one to address it. Right. This isn't this. This shouldn't be your fight. Yeah. This should be their fight with their parents. Yeah, and it's, but it really does suck. Yeah, that really sucks. And I don't know. I I also wonder like it doesn't seem like before this they were great grandparents well maybe i don't know yeah but yeah they certainly weren't her great grandparents yes exactly uh but maybe this is you know look if they're out uh doing public things right now maybe it's better they didn't come yeah exactly i was gonna say that like take your timeshare covid cooties and don't come to my bar mitzvah but to not even call to not even be that involved is really hurtful and what you didn't say is if your daughter is hurt by that right so right she's an adult now yeah she's she's a woman she's a woman now um so that is another question another layer to this but I mean, if they weren't going to come, we can't come because of COVID. And then they're going here and there. Right. It's um, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. And you know what? I I, uh, I, I know how uh, crappy in-laws work, certainly. Um, <laughs> and uh, Would you like to go into detail? Clark? Well, let's just say Karen's dad is not going to be listening to this podcast yes. anytime soon. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I think maybe uh, your role, Tracy, is to kind of talk with your daughter like that. You guys need to she, you you need to make sure that she's OK and that she knows that you love her and that well, everyone loves if, her. But if she is having a problem with it, right, if she right, doesn't care, if she doesn't care, if she doesn't care yeah. then don't be like, listen, I just want to explain to you why your grandparents don't love you. Right. Yeah. And that's she's that's like, not necessary. I never that before <laughs> can i have my phone back yeah so exactly. that's my impression of your daughter i'm sure it's right. spot on yeah yeah yeah. so yeah it, it falls on the uh actual child of these in-laws to address it right and to address it on your behalf as well yeah but if that doesn't come to it if you know if your husband or wife or whoever let's just say husband sure if your husband I'm so heteronormative. Uh, but if your husband doesn't want to talk to them, or if your husband doesn't think there was anything wrong with that, yeah. then you you could address it if it's going to just eat you up inside. Right. But um, it's, it's almost, I mean, not good riddance. I don't mean that. But you can have as much of a relationship with them as you want. Your right. daughter can ha- also, your daughter can have a different relationship with them than you do. Right. And you're only allowed to have a kind whatever kind of relationship they're willing to give you. Yeah. So if they're not willing to make the effort and come and show up or even call, you know what? That's saying a lot about them. Yeah, and you got to really understand who they are i don't mean understand like oh i'm so understanding but i mean understand who they are and don't have expectations that don't match up with the reality of where they come from exactly because that's just the worst that's the worst of getting your hopes up and this is going to be the time that they come through and it's like oh no they're at their florida timeshare right the last thing you want is for this to become a lucy with the football kind of thing exactly you keep hoping they're gonna be uh, better and every time they disappoint yeah just. But uh, in addition to that, congratulations to your daughter, Mazel Tov. Yes, Mazel Tov. I hope that was, you got me thinking about my bat mitzvah. Oh, how was your bat mitzvah? It was, it was okay. A yeah? few years ago, I found somewhere a video. How come I wasn't invited to your bat mitzvah? We knew each other. 
we knew each other. But I guess we weren't really super close around 13. Yeah. I there don't were think... a couple of years where we separated. And that might have been one of them. I honestly don't know that anyone from school was invited. Oh, really? I didn't go to school that much. That's true. I didn't have a lot of great friends. School wasn't a great deal for me. Yeah. So it was mostly kids from my temple and this this Havara friends group that we mm. would all go camping together mm. in our motorhomes. Where, where was it? Where was my oh it was just at um our temple. Oh our temple had like a really big room, you know, not the Mm. sanctuary, but the you know, just a big room with, you know, those partitions that open, like a ballroom at a a a hotel. Sportsman Lodge. Exactly. Exactly. But so that's where the party was. Nice. And I just I found a video from my bat mitzvah a few years ago, and I just was like, oh, I'm so, first of all, growing up, I had an awful short haircut. Oh, yeah. I had an awful short haircut yeah. that I'm still bitter about to this day. Short 80s haircut, too. Short, 80s haircuts People are, thought I was a boy. Yeah. I looked like a fat boy. Sure. And that was always, I mean, I just felt awful about myself. I look back now and I say, God damn, the difference a few inches of hair could right, have made. Totally. Honestly. Yeah. And so that's the one thing that was too distracting. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was choosing my haircut anyway. Sure. Let's move on from that. Yeah. Um, but I was just like hyper and wired. Wow. Like trying to, you know, I wasn't it's like I said, I said before I'd rather throw a party than go to a party. Right. So I wasn't ever that comfortable at other people's bar about mitzvahs. So I wasn't that comfortable at mine. Right. So I just remember in the video kind of being like, hey, and we're taking video and I'm going to say everything and hello and welcome to my bat mitzvah. Nice. But yeah, the hair, the hair, man. Most of us regret our hair in the 80s. Yes, it's yes, nothing yes. Nothing you can do about it. Well, it was my whole life. If you look at the our pictures from Welby Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Clark and I were in uh, grade school together. Yeah, elementary school. Yeah. it's I have that haircut then. Yeah. It's it's awful. Yeah, it's, uh, what was the, wasn't there like a an athlete or a, a tennis player or something that had that hair? It was like a very... Kind of Bobby, wasn't it? Oh no, 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 no! You're thinking of Dorothy Hamill. Oh yeah, I am. Dorothy, of Dorothy Hamill, Hamill had girl hair, but it was it was like kind of uh, it was bowl just, cutty, right? Yeah, it? it was just yeah, it was just. Maybe we'll put a picture up on yeah, the. Uh, I'll put go. it on the Instagram. There you go. Ask Lori Beth at Instagram.com. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. No, no, on it's, Instagram uh, at at Lori Beth. There you go. Um. So yeah, and and. P.S. And by the way, yeah. there's plenty of people who can pull off awesome short haircuts. Sure. I was not one of them. <laughs> it was a bad, bad deal. Yeah. So that was what was glaring at me from my bat mitzvah video, along with how uncomfortable I was mm. and trying to be like funny and personality ish. Right. And I was like, oh, can, okay, can this be over, please? <laughs> please, can it be over? But, um, you know, my grandparents were there mm. and I'm sorry, Tracy, that your daughter's grandparents weren't and yeah. take them at face value. Take them at, by their actions. We talked about this in a previous episode. Right. And if that means that you don't have a relationship or worse, your daughter doesn't have a relationship with them, then that's what your in-laws are offering. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's yeah. all you can do. You, you, What can you do if this is what they're giving you? Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Well, Tracy, hopefully that helped. Uh, I was really, uh, I really liked that question. That was a fun question. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Fun. I love talking about bat mitzvahs. They're very uh, fun for me. I just like saying fun words like bat mitzvah. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. Question number two. Question number two is actually from Facebook land. Ooh. And uh, this is from somebody named Jamie. And Jamie asks, uh, this is another short question, but is 12 step the only path to recovery? Oh, that's a good question. It is a good question. It absolutely is not the only path to recovery. And uh, of course, you know, for anyone that's listening for the first time now, uh, you have experience with recovery. Yeah, I've been sober a little over 15 years. Um, I I am involved with 12-step programs, but there is uh, no 
No one's saying that's the only way to do it. Right. There are all kinds of different ways for someone to get sober, for someone to get support staying sober. Right. From just doing it themselves to seeing a therapist, a psychologist, to, you know, other kinds of support groups, to just having family support, to there's all kinds of books on um on getting sober and mm. recovery. And there's books specifically about how to get sober without the 12 steps mm. because people, there are a few big catches with right. 12 step programs that people have issues with. Yeah, totally. It's, it's people in, in 12-step recovery would say, that's not right, but it's very God-centric. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. From what I've heard, it's not that it's a specific religion, Yeah, but there is an emphasis on believing in some kind of a religion or a God. Yeah, and the the, the word God is used throughout a bunch of literature mm. and even in the actual 12 steps, mm. um, but it's, it's known as, you know, a higher power. Right. It can be anything higher power of your choosing, you know, mm. and, but there is, um, there is this roadblock. I'm an atheist. Yeah, me too. And it was really hard for me. I think it was about year seven of my sobriety when I came out of the closet as an mm. atheist, because I just couldn't handle it anymore. Everyone, not, not everyone else, but a large majority of this, you know, they, it's a spiritual program. It's right. not a religious program, right? but, when you're an atheist and you're hearing God, 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 and did you pray about this and all that kind of stuff, that works for a lot, a lot, a lot of people. You know, I felt like I needed to hide right. what my true beliefs or non-beliefs or whatever you want to call it. Right. Because I thought, well, for me to say an atheist and say I'm an atheist means I think there's no God, therefore what kind of idiot are you for believing in God? Right. And so I was really like, you know, just hesitant, hesitant and, and shy, not even shy, like and not ashamed, but it was a secret. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I would have, uh, you know, sponsors that would be working the steps with me. I'd be working the steps with them and they'd be like, well, where's God in this? And I would be keeping it to myself. I wouldn't be honest. Mm. And it just, it really stopped me from, progressing yeah and then at one point i was just over it and i'm like i came out of the closet as an atheist and you know hooked up with this but not hooked up but totally hooked up with a sponsor <laughs> you know and was honest about that for the right. first time and it was a completely different experience right. but for a lot of people coming into a 12-step meeting and hearing god 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 it's like Okay, see ya. Right. What a turnoff. Yeah, see ya. If, if that look, if if you've reached the point that you're either an agnostic or an atheist, I think that means that you have a, a troubled past and history where people were trying to convince you to be one way or the other. Yeah, and it's well, you know what? I was raised Jewish, but, which is kind of like eh, I was yeah. Jewish. Right. But um you know, it's just those are my beliefs yeah. or non-belief, whatever, yeah. whatever. Everybody write in and tell me how I should describe atheism. <laughs> but um, so that's a big roadblock for yeah. people. Um, probably the biggest one that but I now, know of. But now once you did come out of the closet, mm -hmm. how was it? Well, like, did you get judged? Were you ostracized by any? Were you told that you were doing anything wrong? No, you know, not. Not overtly. Okay. And my, I mean, my sponsor was extraordinarily like, let's work with this. Let's good. see what we're doing. Good. It's all good. And um, but there is sometimes this attitude and this is even within the literature. I'm not even saying really people, people are giving me this, but right. like, well, we're here for you until you get it. Uh, you know, right. one of my least favorite things is pray to good until one of the O's drops out. Oh, good. And it's like, I, and I know I feel like a dick saying that because it works for a lot of people right. and their belief and their spirituality right. is so integral to right. their, their Recovery. life. Well, their life, which yeah. lets them, you know, staying sober and gives them a life to live. Right, 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 right. So it's hard for me. I, I never want to sound like a dick, yeah. but <laughs> I often sound like a dick, <laughs> but that. That, That's why we called this show bad advice. Yeah, exactly. Come on. So that is um, 
that was a very big roadblock for me and i I didn't deal with that until i was probably about seven years sober wow so uh, like i said before this rant started yeah about how your god doesn't exist (laughs) um show me proof um is you know there are plenty of other kinds of programs for getting sober right and there are books about how to get sober without the 12 steps because that's i mean everybody knows aa it's a very prolific and there's like a kajillion you know there's clutterers anonymous and there's hoarders anonymous and there's marijuana anonymous and there's an anonymous for a lot like everything video games video yeah i'm sure there is i wonder what it's called uh i don't know uh anonymous eight bit anonymous eight bit anonymous what um not to make light of anybody that has that problem yeah oh that might be too little too late (laughs) but there is no one saying that the 12-step program is the only way right. to get and stay sober. Look, there's going to be five or six different vaccines for COVID. Some yeah. of them are going to be for people with peanut allergies. Huh. Some of them are going to be for people like not one thing is ever right for everyone. Yeah. Except for maybe air. Air is the only thing that is good for everyone. Now, I don't think anyone is allergic bubble? to air. He wasn't allergic to air. He was allergic to germs. Oh. He just couldn't get germs around him. The air was fine. Okay. I don't think anyone is allergic to air. But other than that. If you are allergic to air, please yeah, write in. Write in. We'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope that helps. Yeah, absolutely. That was good. All right. So let's move on to question number three. Question number three is also another phone message. I'm Ooh. so excited. I love these phone messages. Me All right. This is Lisa. Take it away, Lisa. Hi, Lori Beth. I'm Lisa from Staten Island, New York, and I have a question about money. Um, so I keep my money in my coat pocket and I keep losing it. And I don't know what to do. They just fly out whenever I, like, reach into my pockets. And I'm not sure what to do. Wallets are really expensive. So it seems kind of silly to spend all my money on a wallet and not have anything to put in it. Thanks, Lori Beth. Bye. (laughs) Okay, crazy. (laughs) Well, Lisa, I'm going to track you down and just start walking behind you. Yeah, exactly. Because that sounds like you're like a little ATM machine. Yeah, it's just like a trail, like breadcrumbs behind her. She just has $1 bills. (laughs) She just come from the club. (laughs) Um, Well, Lisa, first of all, it kind of sounds like you have a shitty coat. Yeah. What coat (laughs) has money just flying out of the pocket? Is there a big hole in the bottom? Yeah, make deeper pockets. How's that? That doesn't cost that much. No, nor does an... Uh, old school op velcro wallet yeah that's true so or or how about a, a coat with zipper pockets Ooh, that'd be fun or what lb does me yes. i'm speaking about myself in the third person like <laughs> all douchebags do sure sure i often have several items secreted in my bra oh nice yeah okay i will i know people say you shouldn't put your phone in your bra because oh, yeah, possible yeah, yeah. Um, I almost said blood cancer, bl- breast cancer. Breast cancer. So I, I don't know the stats on that, but you will find my. There are times when I have pulled out money, uh, money, my phone, my keys. Yeah. You know, and I happen to have pretty big bajumbas. Right. So there's, you know, there's some places to to hide things in sure, there. Sure, sure, sure. But it is kind of like at certain points, my boobs are like Mary Poppins bag. <laughs> Where you're just like, I'm pulling out the giant mirror. Here's an umbrella. I'm opening it. Nice. So that is something you could try, Lisa. Sure, it's sure. just sticking a little um, money, fold it up, stick it under your boob. And actually, it's funny. Every once in a while, I'll, you know, pay for something and get the change. And there's actual chains. Sure. Chains. Change. Change. And I'll throw that in my boob, you know, in my bra. Sure. And then at the end of the night, I'll take everything out and I'll take my bra off. And then I'll realize there's a quarter like stuck to the underside of my boob. <laughs> nice. Like it's just like, oh, it's like bing. 
<laughs> or you'll just take my bra off. You'll just take my bra off and just hear some clattering. Right. Just like some coins falling to the ground. Exactly. It sounds like somebody's emptying their purse. Yes. Yeah. I uh, I know you always uh, love my crazy friends that I know. Yes. Uh, I have a, uh, a freak show friend. Who's okay. Literally, he does freak shows. He okay. He le- le- uh Lies down on a bed of nails uh-huh. and does a bunch of different things. Is that the PC term that we still use? Freak show? Freak show. Sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay. uh, why not? It's uh, people that do crazy stuff and put pins through their legs and ah! it's really horrible. Okay. Go uh, ahead. But anyway, he uh, his final act in his bit uh, is he accepts tips, but the tips that he accepts uh, are only accepted if people come up with their money and they staple gun the money to his skin. Oh, dear. So he, if, if you have like a dollar or a five, he'll let you staple gun it to his body. But if you come with a 20 or higher, you get to staple gun it to his head. Oh, my goodness. So maybe that's an option for Lisa. Maybe she should just start staple gunning the money to herself. It's a way. Do you get to nail gun a coin to his head? <laughs> no, no nail guns to the head. I think that would kill you. But a uh, staple distressing. gun is still horrible and disgusting and hilarious to watch okay any of those options will work for you i would go with staple gun last (laughs) but i you know i don't know what your deal is yeah i'm just throwing it out there give options (laughs) just so people have options um all right let's move on to we have one more question here in this section uh this is from a, a guy named bob bob and bob is asking from facebook land he's asking i have three dogs and i adore them all but one has terrible gas. Uh oh. What should I do? Signed, Stinky in Florida. Oh, thanks, Bob, yeah. for having all those dogs. Yeah. Yeah, dog farts are pretty bad. Ugh. Dog farts can be a real trial. Yeah. My first thought is uh, put the dog down. <laughs> no, don't no, do it. No, no, no. Don't do it. But um, and you don't even want to, like, kick that one out of the bedroom. Obviously, if it is an extreme situation, see your vet. Yeah. Ask about food, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I (laughs) my friend Maggie uh, used to walk her bulldogs, Bogey and Bacall. Right. I remember those. Bogey and Bacall were the bestest bulldogs. They're in bulldog heaven, pouring one out. Um, But Bogey would fart. Hmm fart like a maniac and she would take him to work with her and she would just kind of hot box her in her office (laughs) nice and she always kept a bunch of matches on hand and just kind of like right yeah and just kind of sulfur the fart away yeah that's a good idea yeah a window would i i don't think her windows opened in her office too so it was it it was a a fix for her right also um you know a candle if this is happening while you're sleeping obviously you don't want to have some lit object right like, yeah. well, my dog's not farting anymore because we all burn to death. Right. Uh, oops. Uh, 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 you know, Baggy, my dog, mm-hmm. uh, he's been having, he had bad gas for a while uh, and we were really suffering here in the house. But then uh, I happened to be on a Facebook group that talks about uh, Trader Joe's stuff. And I usually oh. shop, uh, do our grocery shopping for the house here at Trader Joe's. And I've been getting them these beef dog stick treats for months mm-hmm. and all of a sudden on the the facebook page i start seeing uh, messages saying oh my god stop giving your dog these treats they're making my dog fart all the time oh. and i'm like wait a minute that might be the solution so maybe there's something that you're feeding the dog mm. that's making them exceedingly farty yes so maybe you should take a look at the diet that you're giving the dog too. Yes, and when you if you figure out what like if it's a single treat, you should make all the dogs sit and give that treat to all the other dogs <laughs> and just shame Mr. Farty Pants. Yeah, there you just shame him from farting ever again. No, give him a different dogs, treat. Dogs respond well to shame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bags <laughs> is really I'm looking at Bax, he's you, big, you couldn't make that dog more depressed. He's so funny. He is the Eeyore of I'm my life. I'm Bags. I'm happy. <laughs> he's such a funny mutt face. Yep. So, Bob, good luck. You could also get like a hazmat mask for yourself. Right. 
I mean, that's that's, a, or you could get COVID, so you have no sense of smell. There you go. That's my least favorite option. What a wonderful option. Yes. You get COVID, then you can't smell the dog. Exactly. I love that. All right. <laughs> well, Bob, good luck with that. Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. And right now, it's time for a brand new segment here on Bad Advice called... on to our final question. Are you more or less famous than LB? Uh, more famous? All right. Very exciting segment. This is going to be a surprise yes. celebrity guest friend of mine. I'm very excited to see who you've got to be your surprise guest. Exactly. So calling in from Brooklyn is... Macaulay Culkin. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I already did that. Uh, so, please state your name. <laughs> it, it was Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Tamborelli. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love my Danny uh, that was, so much. That was my best uh, that was my best Mac impersonation. I hope you guys yeah, liked it. Yeah, that was it was really convincing to me. I almost fell for it. I'm sure everyone at home fell for it too, since they didn't know you were on the phone. Um <laughs> I love me some Danny. We were on uh all that together for a brief stint, and That's we of right. course were on a lot of figure it outs. Yeah. And this this last year, no, the year before, I guess. I was very lucky to get to spend a lot of time with Danny. We did a little tour called Nostalgia Personified, and I just got to be with you for like a week at a time. It was, it was a really well, those weeks, those condensed weeks were were very special and near and dear to me, and hopefully to you too. And we crisscrossed the country. We did. It was awesome. I had such a good time. You were just bummed that nobody. Time. You're bummed that nobody had. Uh, sex in the van and puked in the car. No, you came I close, my friend. I, ac- I accomplished one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you and Jeremy wanted some time alone. <laughs> oh, we should say Jeremy is uh, Jeremy Balin is yeah. the producer of our podcast. That's right. And also the producer of your podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Mike. And That's is. True. The producer of and third cast member of Nostalgia Personified when we went out to do uh, your tour those shows. Yeah. So shout out to Ooh, Jay sorry, Bear. The, world, the world's on fire. Just kidding. It's just a little sausage cooking. That's <laughs> Danny, all. Danny, you're cooking sausage. Yeah, I'm cooking a little sausage for the boy. Oh, we'll for ch- we'll, 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 we'll pre-cooked chicken sausage. Alfie, you know, he's, he's on a schedule. You know, I have these. Sure, not chores. They're uh, what is it? These beautiful acts of kindness that I have to do every day <laughs> for my for my child. So that's <laughs> Alfie, Danny's son, and he's eighteen months old. Yeah, he'll be eighteen months. Really. Um, wow. By the time this airs, he will be over eighteen months by a couple days. Enjoy teething. <laughs> no, they're already in. What? That's the way. Yeah, Clark, they're already in, man. They've been. They, he's got all of them except for his last top and bottom molars. That's amazing. They came, in, they came in crazy, and I think they're starting to come in now because he's drooling again, and uh, he's not sleeping well. Which means I'm not sleeping well. Which means my wife's not sleeping well. <laughs> which means that there's a lot of loopiness going around in this apartment, and there's no alcohol or other drugs to make that happen. It's just, it's just sleep deprivation. Pure natural loopiness. Pure and natural loopiness. No additives required. Yeah. How is there no alcohol? How is there no alcohol in your house? Is this a new rule? No, no, no. I'm just saying that no one's getting no one's getting drunk. Oh, okay. I can't I, that I, you I know of. The last, yeah. The last time I got drunk, I think it was with you, Laura. To be honest. <laughs> so this is a good. <laughs> you know, once, once, once the fun stop, the fun time stopped, and the, 
the pandemic says that I can't do any of the stuff I used to do, like touring and having some drinks and being uh, without the baby. Now that I'm with the baby, I don't have time. I can't, I can't yeah. even fit it in. Can't even fit it in. Hey, I told you not to have that kid. I know you did. <laughs> I told you you could sell that kid for a pretty penny. I mean, at least fifty thousand. Yeah, he probably hasn't formed so many memories like, yet. Bucks I think market. so, and he'll probably. Oh, now Alfie hears me and he's crying about it. Oh, oh. bell. It's all right, buddy. You could easily get seventy-five. I swear. Yeah, we, we'll get more money for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even put 50 grand in your college fund yet. <laughs> so I was going to say, you know, Alfie's like 18 months. It's possible that he wouldn't have memories if we did sell him now on the black market. That's true. But he might. So this is what I want to talk to you about. It is just before Christmas right now. It is Christmas Eve Eve. And oh, that sausage is just sizzling. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm sorry. No, it's good. No, it's, it's good. great. I love it. It's uh, it's really bringing this podcast it's to true. life. Everyone it's listening right now, their, their mouth real is watering. Real people doing real things. Okay? <laughs> Stars. They're You're just like us. Time, I'm on I'm on East Coast time. It's dinner time over here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's Alfie's first Christmas that he might have some memories of. Obviously, it's a weird one. So what? Yeah, yeah. What are what are your what are your plans for this Christmas? Well, for this Christmas, we forced both my mother and father to go into a strict fourteen day quarantine where they're not allowed to go out. They're not allowed to do anything. Good. We're in the same position. Kate's mom and dad are in the same position. We're gonna go on like the eighteenth or nineteenth. We'll be. Uh, Head to Jersey and stay there for a week, which ends on Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve will be at my mom and dad's house, just us, without my sisters. They'll be doing their own thing, too, which is kind of weird. People, you know, maybe my sisters are mad at me because I'm a little more... Important. Overly, overly cautious. <laughs> I would say overly cautious. <laughs> oh, so and, you said, you know, look. My, most of my sisters work, you know, and they have to go to work. And so they're, uh, you know, we work from home. My parents are working from home. Her parents are, one's retired, one's off. So, okay, so have you decorated it all so yeah, at home? We're just juggling. We're juggling. We're juggling homes. We're we're trying to make sure that uh, we're safe doing it, and we can see you know the few people that we can. Nice. Are you? So did you do any decorating? You and Kate, your lovely wife, did you do any Christmas decorating at your house this year, despite COVID? Oh, yes. yes. Oh yes, we did. Yes, we we got a little. Well, we thought it was going to be a larger tree, a four-foot tree, but, you know, a four-foot tree is only four feet tall. Oh. You know, four feet tall is not that tall. It's not that shorter than me, even. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. So That's we lovely. That and, we, and we put up our... We did it uh, before Thanksgiving, which is very rare. In fact, I don't think it's ever happened before. Hmm. Oh. Well, everyone's we got some ready. time on their hands. Just ready to just get it up and yeah, you know, it's like let's let's puke up Christmas all over the apartment even before Thanksgiving. That'll be fun. Out of every year to do it, this is the year to do that. I, I feel I feel like you're correct. Yes, I feel like it's it, it made it, it so, made everyone feel a little bit more festive, a little early. Yeah. Nice. You know? So on a on a on previous Christmases that did not fall during the apocalypse. What would your traditions have been? Uh, Christmas Eve is at my, well, used to be at my grandparents' house before they passed away. And then it's oh, been at my, my, my our, our house. Yeah, bummer. Bummer. <laughs> they, they, it was, they were talking ni- 90s here. Uh, so my parents have it. So I, I've always had the luxury of being at my own you know, family homestead on Christmas Eve, which is nice. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. Um, where are you going to be Christmas Day? Christmas Day, I'll be at my uh, my wife's, my my in laws. Okay, so that oh. so first, well, second, I guess Christmas for your son uh, doesn't get to wake up to his own Christmas tree, waking up yeah, to the 
grandma's tr- Christmas tree. That's true. He doesn't get to wake up to his Christmas tree, but he'll he won't know the difference. It'll be you know <laughs> oh. we'll leave here on the nineteenth, maybe something like that. Right. He'll um, be sold by New Year's. <laughs> so wait, so is it um? Because Kate's parents, Clark, live in Pennsylvania. Okay. So is it snowing there? It snowed when I was there with you guys last year. That's right. It, it does snow there. Ooh, white it's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, well, it could be a white Christmas. Who knows? Mm. I like it. You said there's no Coke in your house, though, so it might not be as white a Christmas as you might have liked several years ago. No. Yeah, oh, gosh. Oh, Danny. You, you were, <laughs> you were right at the true. brink. That, wasn't, that, was never, that was never my... My bit. I know, I know. <laughs> well, my I was dear, into crystal meth only. Crystal meth only. <laughs> um, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, no problem. Thanks, thanks for having me. I love oh, you and your are face. You excited? Are you excited that I was talking on Lori Beth's new podcast, Bad Advice, with Clark? Yeah. Is the Army fix to be silent? This is great. I know, right? <laughs> Kid yabbled through our whole ever. conversation. Now he's shy. Alfie, I right. love you. Well, if you can you know hear what? me. He's the, he's, the old, he's the ultimate. Is the camera on? Yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> right. or, so, or maybe he's just really excited for sausage. He, well, no, actually, he walked right by me. Oh. Chopped liver. When mom's around, I'm chopped liver. Yeah, exactly. When mom's not around, I can, you know, I'm, I'm really fun. I'm like Ooh. super fun dad. Now I want sausage and chopped liver. <laughs> I got to get off the phone and go to a deli. <laughs> Thank you, my uh, love. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. And I love you twice. Hey. Oh, I, I love you too. Bye, Clark. Thanks for giving me a ring. And, and uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be listening to your bad advice. It's not mm. really bad. Oh, thank you. I don't you. want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. I know you guys do, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Danny. All right, be well, guys. Bye. All right. How much do we love Danny? That's so awesome. I'm so glad. I, you know, I, you got to spend years with him. You worked with him before. I haven't really spent a lot of time with Danny, so it's nice to kind of. For me, I'm more of like a fan. Yeah, it's he's cool. the best. I don't. I mean, we didn't. We didn't talk about this because Danny and I rarely talk about what a big fan of Pete and Pete I am. Right. But if you haven't watched The Adventures of Pete and Pete, get on it. It's so, it was so ahead of its time. It's so awesome and funny and neato bandito. I wonder if he's going to show that to his kid. Oh, you think probably. he'll show Pete and Pete to his kid? I think that Alfie was dressed as Little Pete for Halloween. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. He, he has one of the Little Pete, like, hunting caps. Oh, And so he looks cute. so freaking cute. Oh. Well, um, that was really fun, and I'm really happy we did that. But it's now time for our final question of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, this is it. This is going to be a, a, a real fun question here from Caitlin. Uh, she's from Franklin, Pennsylvania, and she has a question for you. Here we go. This is a special holiday question since it's the Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Hey, Lori Beth. This is Caitlin from Franklin, Pennsylvania. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Um, so I could use some advice. Um, what is your best bad advice for someone who is just overwhelmed by holidays in general? Um, we already did Thanksgiving. I made it through, but Christmas is coming, and I'm just feeling just overwhelmed. People, the expectations, the just, you know, I and I tend to get um, so overwhelmed, and, and people can read that, but it doesn't come out as overwhelmed. It comes out as annoyed or um, mm. almost ungrateful, and I don't mm-hmm. mean it that way um, it's because I've got anxiety and I've got depression and it's all bottling up and sometimes it can come out so what is what is your advice what is your advice for for just handling the holidays or or to not be so overwhelmed or maybe a way to rein in you know um, my anxiety so that I don't come off as as unsociable um, yeah. so but I, I hope you have a Merry Christmas and um, Happy New Year and thank you for taking my call and my question. Have a great day. Bye. Yes, ma'am, Caitlin. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. There's a lot in there. A lot. A but... lot that I relate to. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, first of all, the thing that jumped out at me is you said you have depression and anxiety. Yep. So if that is the case, 
I hope that you have or that you will reach out for help. Call, you know, your doctor or reach out to whoever you know, maybe someone in your life that's dealt with that and try to take steps to work on that because that's the crux of it. If that's where your brain is at, if that's where you are. Right. Especially if that's a a problem year round. Exactly. That's not a Christmas problem. No, exactly. But then you add. just exacerbated on Christmas. Exacerbated. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah, exactly what Clark said. It's year round. And then you pile the holidays on top of it. It's like, Jesus, you know, and I've said before, maybe in this episode that I'd rather throw a party than go to a party. Right. And so to some degree, I, totally understand what you're talking about um hopefully you're getting a little bit of a break because of covid so once again covid to the rescue exactly the silver lining but obviously there's still like you said all those expectations are you going to send the cards to everybody who deserve a card and you know or that thinks they deserve a card right do you have to buy presents for people do you have to be present and you know and part of that is like, there's the two different schools. There's mm. not two different, whatever. There's like family and friends. Right. And then there's work people and, you know, different things are expected on different levels. The A tier and the B tier. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, exactly. And then the friends in between that you actually choose to like. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. But, but hopefully, uh, hopefully this isn't coming this advice isn't coming too late because uh it is christmas eve eve oh it is christmas eve so but maybe this is a good time to now that it's almost over yeah let's cue it up yeah let's just take a look at it now since it's about to be done you're about to be through with the the holiday stress yeah did you survive it i'm hoping you did if you're listening to this you did so you did a fairly good it's christmas eve eve today i know but if it Meaning she's made it to this point. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So you're so doing okay. You're doing okay. So you, far. So far, so good. You did the, you know, sometimes the hardest part isn't Christmas. It's the lead up. It's the build up. It's yeah. the cleaning. It's the wrapping. It's the shopping. It's all that stuff. Yeah. So, so what I would say too, if you're um, going to any get togethers, which I hope you're not going to anything oh, yeah. big. No, no, no. Um, but even if it's just on Zoom or, or everything is on Zoom now, it's like Band-Aid. Right. You know, like I'm stuck on Band-Aid brand. Right. Everything is a Band-Aid, even if it's, you know, Kirkland bandage right. adhesive. Right. But um, so Zoom is now everything for digital right. hanging talking, out. Talking to people through your computer. Exactly. So if you're doing that, I mean, I hope there'd be at least one person that you've been honest with and say, yeah, this is what my deal is. And then that person could kind of be your wingman, yeah, you know, and just help you out or steer a conversation or whatever. That the other thing is to and this sounds like so sitcom-y, but like come up beforehand with like. 10 things you can talk about. Here's a story from X, Y, and Z. Here's a story that happened at work. And kind of come with your, you know, with those in your back pocket so that you're not going, I don't know what to say. I don't know what kind of conversation to make, you know, and in, in the worst case, you don't have to go. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to go. You can, I mean, you can just say, I'm not feeling well. Yep. You know, whatever the situation is, and obviously that'll be different if it's, you know, your mom and dad and sister, or if it's a work party, like there's different degrees of obligation. Right. And obligation isn't, you know, great either. That's just an anxiety thingy. Yeah. (laughs) That's the proper uh, psychological term. Is the uh, anxiety thingy? The anxiety thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the... That was the uh, title of my thesis. When I got my doctorate. <laughs> right. um, Dealing with anxiety thingies. Exactly. By Lori Beth Denberg. Exactly. But please, if you really are suffering from depression and anxiety and you haven't already, please talk to someone and reach out for help with those. And, and by help, all it could be is a, a two hour conversation. Maybe you just need to talk to somebody. Maybe you just need to get something off your chest. Maybe somebody made you mad and you just need to tell somebody about it. Yeah. That's all very helpful as well. Yeah. So any kind of help is good help. Yes. 
any that sounded like a slogan for something. <laughs> Welcome to Help Brothers. Any kind of help is, is good, good help. help. I mean, uh, we used to write taglines, yes. so <laughs> it's it's kind of built into my brain now. Oh goodness, goodness, Caitlin. Here's what I will say to you. Yes. <sighs> Take a breath. Right. Take a breath, Bubba. Yeah. And you really, can do this. Yes, you can. You can do this because you can be respect. You can show yourself respect. Right. To say, here's what I can handle. Here's what I can't. Right. Here's what I can be honest about to tell whoever's in the mix. Look, I'm just I'm really anxious and right. I, you know, I might come off as this or that. And um, or even saying, you know, it helps us to talk to someone and say, yeah, I really worry that I come off as this or that. And then there's that understanding. Right. Instead of saying, I'm very anxious right now talking to you. Then the person's like, what did I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to kind of share that with someone, if you're comfortable, will help. Yeah, absolutely. And have a Merry Christmas and have a. (sighs) Happy New Year. Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's very sweet. And that's good advice for everyone, I hope. Everyone out there listening has a great Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, everything you you can celebrate. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you have fun and I hope you stay at home and stay safe. Merry Christmas, everything, bunnies. (laughs) Uh, If you have a question for Lori Beth please send it to us at AskLoriBeth.com. You can hit us up on all the socials at AskLoriBeth or just leave a message with your name and where, you, uh, where you're from at 1-855-DENBERG. That's 1-855-D-E-N-B-E-R-G. That's my name. That is. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I hope you guys had a great time today. This was really fun. Happy holidays. And we'll talk to you later. See you next week. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Thunberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question in there. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.